Hello, welcome to the Stomach Fault Doshi Podcast. It's not popular. Episode 186. My name is Justin. And mine's Helen. And, well, you know what's funny when I was putting everything together? I was like, you know, we really didn't have too much big, big news that happened uh, license-wise in the past few weeks. I'm like, good, because huh. I need I, I need to like stop having like hour-plus long recording sessions. Yeah, that that is, that is true. It is something else to just randomly put together. It's going to be like, wait, we're, we, we, where are they? But then you realize, oh, yeah, we did have a big convention that kind of had all the announcements and news, so I guess it makes sense. So I guess it means the rest of the month should be rice and quiet, right, Helen? Right? Uh, Maybe. I mean, <laughs> I never assumed that. <laughs> uh, well, because of that and just other stuff, don't worry about too much uh, news coming out of from publishing or anything like that. So just trying to catch up to everything, because you know, while at Covenant Convention at New York City and obviously life stuff, work, everything kind of get behind on stuff so finally being able to catch up this past couple of days on lots of stuff and finally try new stuff like a couple of titles that were announced at anime new york city uh this one's from j novel club i have tr- finally tried the arving otome villainous isekai series i finally tried it okay to the, the full title is and make sure i get this correctly because it's not a doozy but it's interesting enough rv my way into excel RV on my way to exile with my beloved cat. This villainous is tripping. I have no idea what the original Japanese name is. Now, see, it's in Japanese on Genomical's site, but it's not obviously in Romanji, so obviously I wouldn't be able to sit and know what it exactly what it says, but yeah, uh, I finally tried this because, you know, RVing, I'll tell you, first of all, how did the RV get there? Why specifically an RV? I'm assuming it's so, a power she has to summon an RV because I've seen other Isekai series where characters can summon indeed, an RV as, a, as their special power. Is indeed one of her skills. Yes, it is one of her special things. And that means that, yes, folks, I have seen this premise multiple times in Isekai by this point. Yes. Uh, so, yes, basically, the main character, uh, former office worker, she, you know, passed away, all that good stuff. That The typical Isekai stuff wakes up as the, in the Otome game, as a villainess, and she does literally, or tries to do what she can to avoid actually getting the, the, the villainous fate. But she can't do that. The, the game just says, no, you're still the villainous. So I think they came up with just some random reason or just some... I read the first chapter or part of chapter, I think either earlier this week or not. Because I didn't get just to finish it all uh, at the start. But I, I read earlier this week the first part. Then I read the re- a couple other parts today. So there's some random reason as to why the game eventually just said, no, you know, you're still the villainous. You got to be exiled. But she accepts it. It's like, okay, fine. I'm just going to take my RV, take my cat, and I'm just going to go, go away. Um, so far, so good in that respect, where she's going on RV, making sure nobody actually sees her on that RV. She's going to, like, the forest and stuff, like, her own monsters and everything. She's not, like, on the main road. It's obviously just an RV in this type of fantasy setting. Would cause lots of, first of all, eyeballs bulging out of their, people's heads, and then uh, just general craziness in general, because, like, is that even a... That's like a monster, right? <laughs> so a monster, right? No, but um, but then there's also the hidden subplot of, well, nobody gonna co- in the kingdom's gonna want to come after me, right? I'm just gonna try to get guys kingdom. Nobody's gonna try to find me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The problem is for the uh, the prince Claude, his father is like, what's wrong with you? Get her back here or die. Okay, she, he doesn't say the die part, but basically he's really furious about 
uh, Claude's sending her away, so he's, he wants her back. He wants her back. Does he want her back for <laughs> so bad reasons or for good reasons? We don't know it yet. I've only I've only got. I think I read the first up to part three or four. I feel like this should have been established uh, so not, at that point. Not really, because it's more like a side story. The the point of this is mostly about like, chill. Like, right now, we're just going through the motions of her figuring out what her RV can do, and the fact that she can level up her RV means she gets more conveniences. Thing of what she does, how how long she drives. How does she like cetera, level up her RV? Does she have it like run over monsters to kill them no, and it she, gets XP no, that she way? She drives. She uses her mana. She uses her mana. She drives. Okay, um, I've now I've now also was, seen multiple isekai with people act, actively having to use magic to power cars. Then okay. So it's like, and there was other things she did, um, but she finds a way to level up and get more conveniences, and that, that her cat really enjoys. <laughs> Uh, Back in my day, you nice. leveled up your car by, like, having to actually build parts of it yourself. Like, installing, mm-hmm. like, new parts in it. Heck no. Too much effort. I mean, Justin, you're not qualified to speak about any of this because you can't even drive. <laughs> <laughs> Live, living in the city. Give, give me that city life. Buses, transportation. Yeah. But it's chill. Nothing too crazy or anything like that. So it's fine for now. Uh, the other mostly chill, although I've only read the first, really, two parts. And I got to the part where the main character, Sarasa... Feed. I have no idea why the last name is Feed, but okay. Uh, Sarasa ends up um, getting sent out to somewhere, basically out in the sticks with her her place, and there's not much there. She's like, why did I get sent here? Um, if management of a novice like alchemist sounds familiar, yes, it's got an anime, uh, I think it last season, the fall 2022 season. You mean last year? Uh, well, last year, last year to be more clear. Last year, the fall season. So... I didn't watch it, but... Um, I tried the first episode, I, and it was just kind of boring. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I, didn't, I think it's just why either. I saw some mixed... Definitely mixed, obviously, opinions on that one, for sure. Um, but I was like, oh, hey, sure, it's on Jade Out Clock. I just check it out a bit, see what it's like. Uh, maybe if it's interesting enough, I'll see how the anime either adapted it properly enough, or I think because Engie, Studio Engie was doing it, maybe not as well. <laughs> uh, or, or or better, who knows? But I... I, I uh, in any case, basically, Sarasa finally finished her training or her schooling, of, and now it's time as an alchemist. She's basically learning everything that is about that, or is done with that. But now she's going to be now her own. She's now going to try to move out on her own and make it out in the world. Make, make it out in the world, basically. Um, like I said, I'll wait the first two parts. Nothing about really like dissuading me from reading any more. Um, so I think I'll probably pick, I'll probably try to pick up either till later again today or tomorrow, just three more. But so far it's not it's not bad. Uh, we'll see how it goes moving forward. Um, so yeah, that's the recent Jammer Club stuff. There's another one I'm gonna probably try. There's another one that's the Tome. Uh, I think the one was she's had the I think she's aware that it's an Otome game, but she's gonna try to basically defy her fake as a, like the princess, but. Uh, probably that a little bit later, but um, yeah, that's in terms of the just new J stuff, Devil Club stuff. The one I'm going to talk about is not new, and in fact, I've actually already read this already. But the print version of A Sense of a Bookworm Part Four, Volume Nine, came uh, this past week, and you would think, well, Justin, you read the digital version like what months ago why, why are you going to read it again i mean I anyone totally thinking this this must be their first episode <laughs> of this podcast otherwise they would know yeah this is just justin's deal i'm not even i'm not even confused yeah <laughs> so yes i got to relive that whole moment where x spoiler redacted 
blah 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 has to put spoiler black did blah 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 uh i mean given that it's bookworm i'm just gonna assume somebody dies (laughs) for political reasons uh, there is something called a, uh, what did it say, the Winter Purge or something like that that does somewhat happen. Is that a spoiler? Not big enough because maybe it's not exactly saying what's getting purged. <laughs> if, if you've always been following Bookworm and everything like that, people I mean, get, people whenever die, people talk about stuff. a purge, they mean people. They mean either jobs or lives. Yes. And bookworm is not civilized enough for jobs. I didn't, but I didn't interview which side. So if you're feeling like, is it Orange Black? Is it, is it, uh, is it where mine's already at? Well, I'm not saying. Or is there another other duchy? I'm also not saying, but I, I'm pretty sure people will already figure out which duchy I'm potentially talking about. Uh, May both Veronica. Anyways, um, but yeah, it was just nice to like read this all over again and get prepared for part five, volume one, when it comes out in January, and I have to figure out. What's gonna be the fastest way I can actually get this into my household? Because <laughs> I, I used I'm so used to like ordering from um, when it used to be right stuff. Um, I would see like when it would be in stock on right stuff. So that's as soon as I see it in stock there, I was like, okay, that's him ordering it. So now the question is, do I test out and see like, will I if I order at the window, I think it's gonna come out. Will it actually ship? So I have to figure out if I'm gonna actually try Crunchyroll and see if it'll actually like ship. Like I say, I try to order at the end of the month, right? But then I... Will it actually show up before... Like, it's actually supposed to come out in January. Like, it's supposed to come out, I think, either the first week of January or the next week. I mean, I can't believe you're complaining that you might not be able to get things before the release date. Silence! <laughs> I'm too used to it, and I'm just, I'm just like, I gotta... It's time to start part five, Helen. It's time to see what this whole goddess of an avatar or whatever... What does that mean?! What does it mean? It, I, it still caught me off guard. <laughs> and also, now that we've gotten an announcement for another season of Bookworm, a lot of the places that use the announcement use the latest light novel cover, so everybody has seen a couple of things. I think it was it was humorous, because I saw it was in the anime forum, somebody just mentioning this, and saying, hey, this is all kind of a split for anime only and everything. It's like, I get it, but literally everyone on the internet is using this cover. <laughs> they did change it later. Yeah, yeah, I did change it later to, like, the standard one, because... Again, try and be considerate, but but still. I mean, I it is kind of funny. The ship is already shipped. It's an anime <laughs> that'll be adapting at least part of part three, but they're using a cover from part five, which is at, at least a few years in the future. Right, and the the problem in this case is that obviously they're basing off the Japanese like releases because obviously they're they're all caught up in everything because they are the release. Caught up. <laughs> yes, they are the release. So yeah, that's not a problem for them, but for everybody else, major problem. Huge problem. So every time I see it on my, my screen, it's like, okay, I definitely see mine all nice and grown up and everything. I'm trying to avoid any, I'm trying to look, not, not look at it any other further than that. <laughs> just like, just scroll through it. Just scroll through it. Because the, the announcement of that happening, first of all, I literally did a triple take. When they brought, when I saw the whole announcement at first, I'm like, okay, a new season is shocking enough. But then from, from Studio Wit, <laughs> What? I, I mean, There's they're no basically way. picking up everyone's leftovers, aren't they? Um, no, usually they're the ones that are leaving. Remember, they were famously left uh, doing Attack on Titan. <laughs> they're, they're the ones that left it. So uh, them picking up um, this one is actually kind of surprising. Um, and yeah, I think another one was, didn't they um, do the Ancient Magus Bray originally? Oh, right. Yeah, uh, you're right. So... Um, 
yeah, they don't usually pick stuff up mid adaption. Now, I think I, I, I'm curious to see how this is going to be handled. Because obviously, this is more prestige. This is no disrespect by the way to Ajadu, who I personally think they did, especially if they were working with what they had. I don't know what I was even on with their budget or whatever it is, but considering what they, if, whatever they worked with, they did a pretty commendable job for the first three seasons. Yeah, it felt like the um, staff was d- dedicated to it, even though they had very little resources. There was something on Twitter, or maybe even ANN, where the director apparently had to fight to get even the, like, what, 10 episodes yeah, they I had think, for the final season? It, it, was it was not an even, A&N. like, a lot of episodes. I don't think it was ANN, because they, they would have obviously cited that in the uh, article. But, um... No, but yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, definitely felt like the studio itself wasn't as invested as the, some of the staff on it were. <laughs> yeah, so well, I'm hoping hard, that yeah, some of the well, staff is able to well, come over. Yeah, well, yeah. Firstly, we don't really know how the production committee was was for that, was for that one. We have no idea for that. Uh, so yeah, it could definitely be a studio thing, but it also could just been like a production committee thing where they just say, yeah, you got to do this and that. So that's one thing. And then I, feel, I, I honestly as we kind feel of t- like there's so many things getting animated these days that I feel like the studio should, you know, exert some flexibility, you know, and just not take such <laughs> bad Psych. ideas. Like I know that there's you know the oh feast or famine you know you got to take stuff while you've got it but i feel like these days everyone's got so much to animate that they can afford to be like no this the schedule this production um budget is not going to work for us come back later with another offer yeah it's, uh, yeah it's hard to know what's going on in the within the industry just, we all well we already know it's a mess right now so that that's nothing surprising or anything but it's just like i mean everything we do know yeah. suggests that it is just getting to the point of Untenable? Like, did you see the clips from uh, Burateba this week? Just, that, is, that animation was so bad, I kind of wonder if they just forgot to get key animation done for a couple of scenes. Okay, In look, between watching, animation, I mean. Okay, okay. First of all, I'm watching S-Rake Daughter, and thankfully it has other nice stuff, but the animation in that is non-existent. I, I mean, did, did you <laughs> any, not see the any, clip on Twitter action. is what I meant? No, I, I have not, actually. I have not. Do you want to? Not really. God damn it, Justin. You're no fun. <laughs> I, I I I'm good. <laughs> I probably will, it will probably pop up on my if I look at my Twitter feed at some point. But but yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. The, the who knows about the whole circumstance behind Ajudu. But, but anyways, commendable job. But yeah, Witsu is definitely a level up. There's no it's and about spot. And then I think at this point, considering what's going to happen in part three, and I guess if we kind of assume, obviously it's an assumption. We kind of assume that they're going to try to adapt the whole bookworm light novel series because it's obviously a very popular series in japan so it's actually now feasible that they could actually try to adapt the whole actual whole series as long as wit's capable and are actually enjoying like what they want to do with this series yeah the the nature of the story changes a lot (laughs) compared to the first uh first first part so um first two parts so yeah i think from that perspective yes it's a a step up now we'll see like we need staffing obviously no no there's needs to be a who's doing everything there's definitely gonna be changes i i could imagine there'll be some carryover but i think at this point there are definitely gonna be some changes who knows what it'll be character designer or character who has created the character designs director maybe series composer one of those could probably be changed or a couple of those i think the only expectation is maybe hopefully all those all that doesn't change but i think there will definitely be some changes compared for sure we just hope it's not major changes but yeah looking forward to that and obviously looking forward to reading more bookworm 
think. Uh, I'll, I'll finish. I'll finish the pre-releases eventually. J Novel Club will furiously somehow finish. I think at this point they've been going at a good pace. I think they'll probably finish in print by next year, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. <laughs> All right, and then I've also been reading a few things. Just going to try and keep it brief so we can keep moving. I was not joking about wanting fewer hour-plus-long podcasts, Justin. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. So Jane Novel Club had The Apothecary Diaries as a catch-up series in October, and then Cheer Moon Empire in November. So for the past couple months, I've just been catching up to those series, and more or less am. I've started the latest Apothecary Diaries volume, but not the latest Tear Moon volume yet. Um, But even outside of that... It's just kind of fun to see these two characters grow up a little bit. Like, Mau Mau is still a cat. She's still rude, solitary, etc. But she's also kind of accepted to the point by this point that she's probably stuck with Jinshi for the rest of her life. So she might as well, you know, be um, a little bit more cooperative, I guess. Um, I swear, I, I, there's a side character in there that I think they are basically getting her Mau Mau used to each other so she can become her lady-awaiting. That is my personal theory right now with Chu. Um, they, they, have found, they have found a character to out-weird Mau Mau, which actually isn't that hard. There are several characters in the series who out-weird Mau Mau. Um, I always love when they introduce more people of her extended family, and it's like, yep, this is a whole family of weirdos. Each is weird in their unique way. The unique way this time? Potatoes. <laughs> and then in Tear Moon, Mia still isn't like the grand strategist, you know, great sage of the Empire that everyone seems to think she is. But by now, she's definitely got, I mean, she's still got, you know, a book, you know, guiding her for where shit's about to go down. She's also got a sense of the Chaos Serpents will probably try to interfere here. So let's go make sure whatever they're trying to do doesn't happen. And she's also got like a good size, like, cabinet of rivals at this point, you know, to help her deal with situations. So she can kind of understand, you know, oh, I should probably make sure I have this character along because they'll probably be able to handle things. Although it never fails to amuse me that Mia's accidental cabinet of of, um, rivals includes, you know, the person who tried to raise rebellion against her, the guy who, like, sent armies against her, and her executioner, her literal executioner from her past life. Um, It's funny, in one of the most recent volumes, we've run into a new character who is also just like instinctively terrified of Dion and Mia feels so much kinship with her for recognizing this immediately. <laughs> Mia's like, yes, I understand. And I can understand how, if I don't want to have her run away, I can just stick Dion next to her and she'll just be too terrified if I to do it. Okay. Well, that's about all we've been up to over the past few weeks. I think it's time to move on to some of the news that happened also in that time span. Uh, I'm going to start with... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> uh, we got a um, magazine uh, pretty much ending publication in Japan. So, monthly Bushiro magazine is no longer is no longer around. Um, there was a couple of manga that was in the, ser- uh, in, the vo- un- in the magazine. They have been moved to the uh, comic... Uh, the Bushy World uh, Works Comic Growl magazine. So it's uh, Car 5 Vanguard Youth Quake and Will Dress uh, Car 5 Vanguard Will Plus Dress D2 and Long Rider Stories. Those are going to be those magazines. The other series are currently scheduled, or cur- that, are, that were serialized in Monthly Bushy World, are going to conclude with the final issue. So that means no more Teppin! <laughs> No. Okay, okay. To be fair, I was not obviously reading Tepin. I don't even think 
I think it was released sort of digitally, but it was kind of released awkwardly digitally. I probably won't be picking that up. And look, I know the anime wasn't terrible or it wasn't like great or anything, but I had a good time with it. It was fine. Um, but still, no, no more of the jokes and the houses and everything. It just, it's just ceremonially ends, maybe, probably. It's, it's not obviously clear, but I, I guess maybe it will... will no, soon enough in the next couple months or weeks, maybe. I think this is supposed to be under about this time. So uh, this, but this, this magazine's gonna the issue's gonna come out this month. So we know soon enough, I think. And then speaking of Bushy Road, um, Corey Yamazaki's The Ancient Magus Bride, um, as well as um, their other manga they're currently doing at the same time, Ghost and Witch, are going to be moving over to um, let's see to Bushy Road Works Comic Row. Um, formerly um, Comic Bushy Road Web manga website later in this month. Don't know if they'll be in the print ver- if they'll be in a print version. I'm assuming so. Uh, previously, Yamazaki. That, well, you know, you bring that up. I wonder if there's actually a digital publication. Yeah. Uh, anyway, while well, Justin possibly Google's this while I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, previously, um, the Ancient Magus Bride was um, published by Mag Garden. Started with Monthly Comic Blade in 2013. But that magazine folded in 2014, so then moved over to Monthly Comic um, Garden. And so it's been on hiatus for a couple of months now, probably while this is getting sorted out behind the scenes. There was an industry analyst who um, uh, posted on his um, blog that um, Yamazaki's um, editor, I think, um, had actually moved from Mad Garden, IT port, over to Bushy Road um, back in 2023. And... They suspect, and this sounds like a good suspicion to me, that um, Yamazaki's move was probably to follow the editor a little bit. Since, you know, if you work for the same editor for years and years, you know, you develop a rapport with them. They become kind of important. And uh, this industry analyst, Tadashi um, Sudo, also revealed that um, Bushy Road is going to pay IG Port, again, the parent company of Madgarden, 200 million yen, which is about $1.36 million, as compensation for the dissolution of the contract which I thought was interesting because we almost never get to hear about the actual numbers involved in all of this. And I feel like that's a good sum of money. I have no idea what comparative prices would be, you know, in the publishing world. But to me, that sounds like a good sum of money. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, just so <clears throat> we can get some clarity. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, yeah, the monthly Bush book was like actual like print magazine and everything. And I was thinking like, oh, I thought those was gonna come or end this month. No, no, it's gonna the the last um, issue is gonna come next year in the, in the spring, so twenty twenty four. The ones that I was mentioning will be transferred to the uh, Comic Row, which was formerly Comic Bushwell Web. That is a manga website, so it, it's gonna go to the digital side. Uh, there's no explanation or known if it's actually a printing i don't think it's out it doesn't sound like it so i think it actually is all going to a digital i mean what does the wikipedia page uh, say magazine i just went, i was just went to the nn uh, page that was describing it uh, they said manga website so i assume that that definitely is a, just a website but um yeah that's the in general yeah just the, the i didn't realize Yamazaki was gonna. Uh, that's. I feel like it is something a, a notable move to go from what was it, they were with Mag Garden, and then obviously it's now being moved to a totally different publisher and everything. 
but as as you mentioned, it looks like they have a relationship, or in this case, Toyamazaki and I guess one of somebody in there. Yeah, there's definitely somebody that Bishop works. That was the Shinpaku. Yeah, Kyohei Shinpaku. So yeah, it's probably one other motivating reasons why. So yeah, definitely something you don't really hear often happening uh, in the manga industry like this. Obviously, I think another motive one was like. Hiroki Takei, he had all this like Shaman King stuff in Sh- with Shuesha and Shonen Jump. Then I got it all moved to Kodansha, so it- it's happened before, but yeah, this is definitely uh, one of rare occurrences for sure. Oh man, one of Bushy Road's subsidiaries is New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> That'd be where to get all their money from. Maybe, well, some of their money for sure. Um, so we have uh, just one more, or let's see. Another one, one more one, res, uh, series resuming. Uh, Black Clover, uh, obviously, was a weekly show in Jump title, but that got moved to Jump Giga because it's not only its final like arc, but then also I, I believe like with the health issues with the uh, with the uh, creator, uh, it was just more convenient or best for everybody to just have this move to not only just a shorter schedule because Jump Giga is like a quarterly if I'm not mistaken uh, magazine but then also just uh, obviously just make sure you don't think have enough rest about it have enough rest before, before getting into the series so now I have a date for it it's going to resume June, uh, December 25th so uh, definitely happy for all the Black Clover fans and just in general manga readers and also Black Clover art- artists and hopefully things will be uh conclude nicely for this series and everything and speaking of yeah. manga hiatuses uh, uh takahiko you know is real it's going to go on hiatus until february and blue period is going to be on hiatus until spring 2024 most likely because the manga just had a baby you know that that seems like um <laughs> these two events happening in close um close proximity to each other suggest they are related uh I don't think there's um, been an explanation provided for why Real is going on hiatus aside from maybe the author is tired and wants a break. I do not blame well, him. I am tired all the time. <laughs> well, the, the problem is for Real anyways had like a kind of a irregular schedule with that anyways. So this effect we even have like a potential date. Excuse me. <clears throat> I mean, February is more specific than that. spring anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Two hiatus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just two hiatuses, but both artists, artists, creators will be back uh, before you know it. So there you go. Uh, now into some just fairly unfortunate news uh, to kind of guess close the news section off. Uh, first, um, it was announced by the Italian agency Stardust a few weeks ago that the voice actress Saya Aizawa is taking hiatus from her work due to just her poor health. Uh, just for now, uh, she's going to limit her work. Except for some projects to prioritize for medical care, so hoping uh, she gets better uh, moving forward and real soon. Um, and then, unfortunately, um, the 227 Idol Project official website had to announce that Mina Kyoi, who played uh, one of the characters, Kei Nagami, uh, Nagamine, is going to cease activities with the franchise by end. Actually, this had already ended this past November due to her continued worsening health. Worsening health. So she was already on hiatus. Um, in October, but it looked like it didn't get any better. And at this point, I think they decided that it was just not going to be feasible for both parties to continue this. So, uh, really hope that she's able to recover well enough and 
yeah, that's pretty much all I can say on that one. Yeah, we have a couple of uh, deaths to report on as well. Uh, Yusuke Chiba, who was the singer and songwriter for the band uh, The Birthday, uh, passed away on November 26th at the age of 55. Uh, back in April, he had announced he was going on hiatus to treat esophageal cancer, which I believe is a pretty aggressive one. Um, and he had um, written the lyrics and composed the music for a number of songs over the years. Um, Puffy Ami Yumi's theme song, uh, the one for Naruto Shippuden, the Will of Fire anime film, um, the opening theme song for the Zombie Lone um, TV anime, um, and even the opening theme song for the first Slam Dunk film, which was titled Love Rockets, all caps. Love Rockets. Yeah, the birthday. Yeah, the I do not understand birthday, yeah. sometimes why Japanese songwriters decide to put their titles in like all caps. It's like, <laughs> that actually means something in English. Like you might think it just looks fun, but that actually does change the intonation. English is a tonal language. I like. I know people like right. to forget that it is, but no, it really is. <laughs> right, but yeah, that's yeah. It's very unfortunate that that it wasn't obviously stated in in the article uh, how Chiba passed, but it, it's probably it probably was related to cancer in some way. I was related to cancer, so yeah, that's my condolences to his family and friends for sure. I'm sorry if you can suddenly hear my air purifier. It has been unhappy right. with me today. Oh, no, that's not so good. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, I know why it's unhappy. It's because I'm trying to kill off the mildew, <laughs> mildew in my bathroom using vinegar, and neither of us like that uh, smell very much. Oh, I see. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The euphonious musical unit vocalist and lyric, lyricist Rhea reported on her Twitter account that the band's composer, Hachime Kikuchi, passed away at 44 due to acute heart failure. Uh, November 16th, so this band was involved in a lot of series, uh, a couple of ones that I chose to highlight. I didn't watch just some of these, except the last two, True Tears, Clanad, and Kokoro Connect. Uh, but yeah, they've obviously packed in lots of other series, so you probably may have heard them if you watched a couple of uh, anime over this couple of years. Once you look, look, once you look at the credits and then see who, what they've what they've been involved in, you probably have heard their music in it, so... 44 is just very young. That's just tough. It really is. Yeah, all these stories are just scaring me straight. One of the few times I will admit to being straight. Um, and just needing to take care of your health and, like, you know, not overworking yourself. <laughs> Since it feels like there's more and more of these people passing away every year. Or possibly just increased news coverage of it in English. But, yeah, since we also have to report that... Um, the manga artist for 13 Dogs, Keiji, um, Keijiro Cho, um, passed away on November 20th uh, at the age of 59. Didn't reveal the ailment um, in the Twitter post, but yeah, that's really sad. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Always tough. Yeah, it's, you just sit these. And then we, we talk about, like, what does young mean in this case? And then it's like, what, is 60 young or whatever? Is it 70 young? I mean, I, I feel 59. like. If we consider 65 to be the retirement age, I feel like anything under that is kind of unfortunately young. Or at least under 60 is just sort of unfortunately young. Right, right. Um, so yeah, it's just tough to hear all around. And who knows exactly why or how Cho passed, but it's still tough all the same. So again, my condolences to his family and friends uh, on the loss. 
uh, <clears throat> now we're going to just transition over to the not many licenses that happened over the past few weeks. Like, I even had to, like, not necessarily cheat in this case, but, excuse me, <clears throat> had to work with what I got here. So it's like, okay, it probably doesn't quite fit the left middle licenses, but I guess it will kind of count in this case because uh, tomorrow, Crunchyroll Manga is going to end, Helen. It's all over. It oh, we still got one more night? Manga. Okay, I know it. We still got one more night. I know what I got to do tonight, um, even if I'm probably not going to actually achieve anything. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, Crunchyroll is going to end tomorrow, but that's going to leave a lot of series that were still on the servers up on the air, and we already got the first remnants of stuff happening. Square Enix, uh, announced on their manga up global accounts on Twitter that they're also going to, they're going to bring any of those Square Enix channels to their service, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> now I'll say this, I didn't check, um, all of the titles to see if there was, some, I know some of these were already on manga up some aren't so i didn't i didn't check all of these but i know there's gonna be a mix of stuff that might be on there now but aren't but if they are saying what if, if they say that all the country manga is gonna be from square Enix, it's gonna be on the service and look out for the following titles in the next couple i guess either weeks or months tales of wedding wings talentless nana the strongest sage with the weakest quest which was just added this past Friday. This actually just got announced recently. You mean to manga uh, up or to Crunchyroll? To, to manga up. To, to, to manga up. To manga up. To manga up. And, and you know, it's still going to be funny. I, I still think that was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, when they added the weakest quest, I had no idea why Crunchyroll manga had it. It was just so confusing to me because they, they didn't even say anything about it. And they added the sound of us to that. And that was just going to be no more. The <laughs> Crunchyroll manga going to be no more. It's just so, so weird. Uh, but yeah, to be clear, the strongest stage is going to be added to the manga up global service to uh, it already just got added this past friday uh one room of happiness knights of magic alcar under the bridge yanoda restaurant to another world Fan, final fantasy Love stranger Isa uh, Sand multiplies uh multiples father and son cuticle detective naba donyatsu uh lonely flower fall for me now to again be clear uh some of these i know for sure are already on manga up uh, Tesla Wedding Wings and Talentless Nada is also is already on the service. Um, I know for sure that because I had ended up checking by accident. Aizawa said multiplies uh, multiples and Father and Son are not on the service, so I can presume if they're intending on adding those titles, they will be on the service soon enough. So, um, yeah, the point is these are all the ones that I was able to figure out. I'm not sure if I missed. I don't think I missed any from Crunchyroll um, when I looked at the out uh, the, when I sorted anything out. So I think this is always all the Square Enix titles, but I could have missed one or two. But yeah, these are the ones that were on Crunchyroll. So we'll see if they'll be getting to manga up soon enough. You know, I'm surprised that Donatsu never took off over here because it's cats that look like donuts and they're in a post-apocalyptic landscape. Like, I feel like that should really be up some people's alleys over here. I feel, I feel like they should have made a campaign for more people to be aware of this. Because it's on Crunchyroll manga now. I mean, there was an anime of it too, so... I actually forgot about that. <laughs> I think I only remembered it when I was doing a review of it years ago, and I think that's how it came up. Or maybe I had done the review and I remembered it when the anime got announced. One of those ways. I'm trying to even remember the anime. It's not coming to me. I mean, I never saw it, but I am aware of its existence. <laughs> All right, so Titan Manga is continuing to license things. Have any of the releases come out yet, or are we still a few months out from that? No, we have a couple. Uh, Witcher Thistle Castle, 
Uh, I think the uh, outfit the Soul Senders out already. So we have a couple titles. Okay. Out. And this is not to include what we had already announced like before, like Adam the Beginning and um, that one. I think what was it the controversial one? I think it was was it Adam? It was one of the titles that was controversial because they used AI. Common Writer, Common Writer. Oh or, right, yeah, that was them. Oh right, yeah. Wanted a, I'm not sure if it's called Common Writer, but it's part of. I believe it's one of the Sentai Common Writer series. I believe, but yeah, that was that's about all I know. Yeah, so they licensed uh, Hana Shinohara's My Name Is Zero, which is going to be coming out on July 9th, 2024, or at least that's, you know, the date right now. Well, if the date gets pushed a no, little I bit, I, I will no. not be surprised. <laughs> uh, the Japanese cover for it looks kind of funny, or unless, actually, that might be the English cover where, or it, it kind of looks English, like an old-fashioned like indeed, PS2. Um, it is game indeed. Piece. Well, well, remember this manga came out in 2020, 2014, so it probably makes sense that it's. Ah, so so, so it was not a it was PS4 not a vintage-looking cover, cover at the time, is what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, they continue uh, to have again. pickups, which are a little confusing to see any rhyme or reason in there but maybe we'll figure like it out said, someday the only, no no the only the only thing that ties in together is the fact that this one comic xenon these are all if they're doing comic xenon then give me a fucking copy of arte in print i've been holding out for that for like a decade at this point now i know who i need to bother about that thank you justin yeah what was it talking about was it talking about shoten that you get comic zen on yeah whatever's in monthly comic zen or is already i think thing published by tokama shoten you'll you'll want to hit up hit them up <laughs> oh i will you have you have a good chance once i have the time or they're at a con i go to <laughs> which it seems unlikely since we all know that publishers only like certain conventions and otakon is not one of them <laughs> more or less <laughs> and then in, in final bit of licensing and i'm putting this in quotes licensing air quotes licensing news uh seven seas is going to produce audiobooks for the siren imprint of the world's fastest level up which will be narrated by pierce cravens and neon genesis evangelion anima uh the, which is the uh spinoff light novel sort of sequel to the evangelion series uh this is in light novel format i think this is a manga I don't think they ever have a manga. This just light novel. This will be narrated by Tiffany Grant, the English dub voice of Asuka. Like, is she uh, the Asuka current dub voice or like the old dub voice? Uh, I didn't check that. I think it's the old one. Yeah, I kind of I think. thought she's the old one, not the current one. But also, Evangelion, not Evangelion. We'll get back to that later. Evangelion, Evangelion, even Evangelion, Evangelion. We we will get back what to that you, later. <laughs> what did Anima go Anima? <laughs> But yeah, that, that's literally all the uh, uh, licensing that happened over the past few weeks. So there you go. Let's see. We do have some streaming news, so I guess those are our license announcements in some ways. Oddly enough, Crunchyroll made these announcements at Manga Barcelona in Spain. So I guess they probably have multiple region distribution for these titles. They will be streaming Quality Assurance in Another World in the spring. Remonster also in the spring. The Wrong Way to Use Healing Magic in the winter. And then a couple of other titles with no airing dates yet. Uh, the Archdemon's Dilemma, How to Love Your Elf Bride, Chillin' in Another World of Level 2 Super Cheat Powers, Tadaima Okairi, and Vampire Dormitory. So we got a variety that of did. things in there. <laughs> variety. Yeah, those last four are going to come out in 2024, supposedly, but though I did win in 2024. I mean, we've, we've got a whole 2024 at this point, you know? It, it could yep. be fall. Mm-hmm. Or summer. 
some of these. Cause I know for a couple of these were uh, already been announced a while ago, so summer could also be another thing. And I guess uh, this means that I really need to get off my ass and do those quality assurance reviews. <laughs> which has a different uh, implication than what I would normally say quality assurance <laughs> reviews. <laughs> um, Netflix and the Kaba Suzuki strike again. This is basically how I'm t- uh, titling this one because this one's a weird one. Um, normally having an adaption of a golf manga wouldn't to enter an anime wouldn't be like unusual or anything like I that. I mean it would be unusual because before Birdie Wing we like had never had a golf um, anime. And then we got what well, we got. And now we've got like four golf old, manga at once. Yeah, it's like, old, it's old like Tommy, damn, I did not see that becoming a trend. Got yeah, this is something. They yeah. are all seriously lacking in lesbians though, as I understand it. <laughs> and then um I had to look at I didn't this one's a weird one because um the backstory for this one is crazy. So Nakabasu get originally serialized this in Weekly Shonen Jump, way back in the either the early or something like mid nineties, somewhere around there. Oh, so this isn't even like one of the more recent ones, like yeah, like not, Robot Laser yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not even that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wait, it gets weirder. It got canceled after like five uh, either five chapters. It got <laughs> was one of the early cancellations at the time. It, it did not last long in Weekly Shonen Jump. But guess what, Helen? Somebody at enough... Netflix must like this manga. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. Well, okay. I guess that to conclude, yes, somebody in Netflix really likes Seven Deadly Sins, Nakaba Suzuki, and that's why they're adapting this. But back to what I was going to also say, enough fan feedback in Japan against me made Shuresha we consider, and this series got brought back in the Wiki Shonen Jump. When did it get brought back? No, no, I did get brought back. No, no, that's I said when. Brought, um, I would say, uh, oh, I... Uh, was it close to the time when it got canceled, or was it more recently? No, 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 Which right. millennia um, was it? It was definitely back in like 19... Let's see, it's 1998. Okay, fine. Not to actually go... This is something that was also, I think, in the quote tree soup. I'm going to go back to the forums. La, 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 la. This is the noise Justin's brain makes when he's thinking. La, 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 la. Great. There's just too much conflicting animation in the forums. I, the one time, I, I know I saw it on Twitter where they was talking about this, where it got canceled, then it got brought back, then it got either canceled again. It has it's the kind of a weird, wild story for that one. Uh, but yeah, it's still weird in general, because obviously you have something that's kind of like in, in like the late 90s getting adapted, but I guess this is not nothing new for Netflix, because they already did... Um, I mean, usually the, Netflix uh, is the one canceling things. For anime, they have something totally different. They have a totally different process, though, because they, they're doing... Um, the heavy metal, the bastard, uh, series. Um, was that one canceled when it was a manga? No, no. I'm just saying, like these mid '90s or late '80s adaptations or whatever. That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of implying. This is another one that's in the for rising impact. This one was a 1998 title, or 1997, one of those titles, what late '90s title. They're bringing it back in the 2024 for whatever reason. So I'm not sure why, but I guess Netflix is doing whatever they want. I don't know. Yeah, whenever we see weird choices like this, or like what I was joking about with Titan Comics, it always reminds me that there was an old um, ANN cast episode where um, they were talking with um, some folks who had worked at um, CMX a couple of years after it already folded. And they said that part of the reason that they had licensed like so many interesting and weird titles there, like Swan, was because somebody else, somebody not in the podcast, um, who was like in charge of licensing basically could just license whatever before DC Comics told them to like shut down. And I keep wondering if there's somebody in like a similar level of power here at Netflix being like, no one's telling me no, so I'm gonna do it. 
I mean, it does allow them to do some weird stuff, like somehow be able to fund Pluto after Pluto has been like in like funding like heck for like ages. And I guess what other weird stuff they could probably have that other publishers wouldn't consider. Who knows? But yeah, I, I guess this is another one where it's like, yeah. No weird choice. How does the meme and... go? Here's a list of titles I'd like you to animate, and here's the second list in case you throw that first one in the garbage. I don't know what this meme is. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to educate Justin on the classics. Oh boy, oh boy. Anyways, it, the the other and final streaming news is another Netflix thing. Um, the new Pokemon series, uh, Pokemon Horizons, uh, is gonna be debuting in the U.S. Uh, Netflix. Uh, Towards the end of the month, I think February 23rd was the day for this one. Um, it's going to debut in Canada's Cartoon Network and Teletoon March 2nd. And then it's going to be um, airing on Australia on, their, on, nine, on Australia's 9Go platform February 27th. Um, I'm going to assume these are all... I can't speak for the Canada version. This could be just regular TV station Cartoon Network. I'm just going to assume these are all just going to be streaming <laughs> until further notice on these services. So, um, I, I wonder, I do wonder how Pokemon fans kind of feel about this. Cause it's like the new season's already airing in Japan. And it's like taking this long for it to actually be available for them to watch, but still, uh, more Pokemon on Netflix, which is a usual combination. I found the origin of the meme. It is a drill tweet. It is a drill tweet that says, here's a list of Tobo girls I want to have some mom someday, and here's a copy of that list, list in case you accidentally throw it in the garbage. I guess I will open up the tweet after this podcast is over. I did not realize it was both drill and about Toho, but it works. Oh, boy. <laughs> incredible. Okay, so Helen tried to okay Helen just tried to send me something weird. I'm gonna just move on to the weird news section. I read uh, just, you just... out exactly what I sent. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 a Crunchyroll original lives, Helen. It actually lives. Um, so Meiji got uh, Gekken, um, 1874 is gonna premiere in Japan January 14th. So in normal cases, this would not actually be like weird in general. But then you realize, wait, it's a Crunchyroll original. I don't think this Crunchyroll original actually aired on Crunchyroll just yet. <laughs> it's it's literally like, like one of the like older Crunchyroll originals titles that was announced like in twenty twenty. Uh, this used to be called Meiji uh, Gekken Sword and Sun, uh, Sword and Sword and Gun. Um, so we can reasonably assume there probably will be both swords and guns in this once it does air. Yes, what it it just happened in eighteen seventy four though. That 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 is the thing. I mean, they had both swords uh, and guns by this time period. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it, does this mean Crunchyroll is going to actually stream this? <laughs> this feels like a weird thing to say. You would think they would stream this, right? But the the, the problem is, this whole original thing just kind of you know died. <laughs> so 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 it, it feels reasonable to think that they will, but they haven't said anything about Crunchyroll hasn't said anything about this. So yeah, very very curious about this one, and is it even going to like? Do well? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but I guess it's not airing in TV, so there you go. And Justin has this listed under But Why Though, um, which is a totally different website. Um, apparently, there are a couple of more, we're going to try to make this a live action movie announcements coming out of Japan and the US these days. So, uh, Josh Boone and Danny Chan, uh, Majestic, has announced that they intend to adapt Origin, uh, which is a manga, into a movie. I am 
unfamiliar with this. It looks like it's by the same guy who did Dr. Stone. Bochi. It is. Not Bo- The artist, at least. The artist, at least. It's Bochi. Not Bochi the Rock. Bochi who draws about rocks, I guess. Um, uh, so we'll see if that happens, because we all know that, you know, people announcing, oh, we'd like to adapt book, TV show, etc. into a movie rarely happens, no matter where the origin is. And <laughs> um, there's also some people who want to be working on a live-action Naruto script. Uh, looks like Tasha Ho. I guess everybody is all jazzed up after seeing the reaction to the live-action One Piece. Um, all right, we'll see what happens. I dare you to do it. <laughs> I dare you to okay. give some people we're, we're, meaningful we're, employment we're, we're, in the process. Gonna take another decade for any of this actually actually happens. Like, I think the Naruto thing was apparently in work since 2015 or whatever. Let me actually open this article, because I, I know it said it right there. In the, or actually, I don't know if this Variety actually article said it or did it say it. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Yep, it was 2015 when they had closed the rights to that the manga. It is now 20... It's going to be 2024 real soon. <laughs> I don't think we've seen uh, any sort of footage of this. So yeah, it's probably going to take another five years we actually hear anything significant about it at this rate um so yeah i guess i'm gonna say thank you baby doll probably for making something that babies can wear as cosplay so yes in japan we have a lot of obviously yu is kind of still big over there and they have a assortment of characters in the cosplay yeah obviously yusuke kasuhie but if you want to actually dress up your baby you can make them koema from Yu Yu show. Thank you, baby doll. I am sure parents over there would love to do that to their kids. Very sure. I mean, Justin, you've seen people like dress up their kids at cons already, right? Maybe. Yes, obviously. I was going to say, how have you not, but... <laughs> <laughs> Leave the babies alone, though. Leave the babies alone. No, you see, when they're really young and they can't object to it, that's when you need to take advantage of it and dress them up in all the cute stuff. Because then once they hit, like, toddlers or such, and they learn no... And how to rip things off of themselves, then then you're screwed. You can't do it anymore. No oh boy. This also tells me that Justin does not have many young like nieces, nephews, kids of of cousins, etc. You're definitely right about that. A hundred percent. I was counting out the other day for a coworker asked me. I was talking about my um, extended family's like Christmas plans. I was counting up. Between all of my cousins combined, there are like fifteen children of that of that generation now in my family. <laughs> so, um, I guess I am just more experienced with young children than Justin is at this moment. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's see. So, I said that Evangelion was going to come back up. So, let's talk about it again. <laughs> the city of Ube in Yamaguchi Prefecture, which is um, Hideki Anno's hometown, is celebrating the third installment of their collaboration event. Um, and so, starting on October 6th and running until January 8th, um, <laughs> the collaboration is including a shop, and other displays at Yamaguchi Ube Airport, <laughs> featuring things like um, a stamp rally, an AR feature, AR app featuring Misato as a tour guide, and a seven-foot-tall, about twenty-three-foot-tall replica of the Lance of Longius, just in the ground there. Frankly, I think they should leave that even after the collaboration is done. I feel like they should just make <laughs> that like a permanent landmark because that's just funny. Apparently, if you if you Make it work good enough, your hometown will do something as crazy as this. I mean, we all know that Japan's about that, like, local tourism, you know, to bring people to places. Anime tourism, you know? 
And I mean, I can definitely think of some darts who would go out there, you know, take their photo with a 23 foot tall photo of this, of the Lance <laughs> of Longius. <laughs> and then finally, then, computer manufacturer Asus has to apologize and offer replacements after their limited edition run of Evangelion themed uh, parts misspelled Evangelion on the motherboard as Evangelion, as in Evan. Evangelion. Uh, I can't even quite properly pronounce it because I'm just so used to saying Evangelion. We got Galion and Genlion. You just say if you can say Evgenlion. There you go. Yeah, basically, it's just it's not quite right. <laughs> not, not, yeah, that, that's unfortunate. You go through it's, it's a motherboard for the motherboards for the Rog Maximus Z7 Hero Eva Two Edition. Uh, part so they got everything right looks pretty good but then unfortunately they they end up screwing up one of the more important parts of, of, of the thing <laughs> you can't you can't do that you, you i assume you, you got to make sure you're supposed to have cloud control on that part sorry sorry to say this but cloud control failed sorry <laughs> and it's a minor thing in general and i guess maybe what 20 30 years from now you have the misprint it probably might sell because it'd be like oh look at this rare motherboard piece of evangelion that's spelled mis- that's misspelled but for for the current price or for the for the current market, yeah. Did they actually <laughs> ship any of these though? Yeah, they did. They have to. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. They have to offer. They have to apologize. They people bought it. Um. I think they have a placement program, or they're working on. It. Let me see. I was wondering if this is one of the things yep. where they the, caught the, it before they shipped, and they announced this is why it's delayed. Or, God, now I'm also thinking about. There, there was like, a shipment of things on a container ship. I think they were like limited edition goku statues or something and that container fell off during a storm so they were saying okay it's gonna take a while longer to get these to people now because we need to remake them right i remember that yeah i remember that yeah uh not as uh, this is obviously that's way worse (laughs) way worse but that's also that's out of their control Mm. (laughs) honestly this is something that i the company technically controlled to start to finish and they just obviously had a cute cute quality control error so uh, they are doing a replacement program. We're going to implement that in a bit. So, um, yeah, gonna get th- they're going to eventually get that done soon enough. So. Um, I guess you just barely cut on the, uh, the hour limit for you, Helen. Yes, because now I need to go spend like an hour and a half cooking. I need to spend like some more time cleaning. I got to talk to my dad and that's always an hour. So just, yeah. All right, then close us out, Helen. Close us out. All right, folks. You can find us online in several places, but uh, hopefully they are all still functioning by the time we release this podcast. You never know with Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Wandering Dreamer, although I'm currently locked because I got so tired of so many bots interacting with me every day. You can also find me on Blue Sky, also at Wandering Dreamer. Not locked there, but there are no locked features over on Blue Sky anyway. And you can find the other podcast I co-host um, at Mong in Your Ears on Twitter at Taiku Podcast or taikupodcast.com for Blue Sky. Should have our favorites of 2023 episode up soon, so look forward to that. You can find me on Twitter at KamiOskonomi. Wait, first of all, first of all, we got we to gotta call it X, Helen. We got to no. call it X formally Twitter. Let's go. The closest you'll get to it is me calling <laughs> it the website formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> Must just please just change it back. Just stop doing this yourself. Everybody else just change. No, it back. he's wanted to have a website called X ever since the PayPal days. I think we're screwed. Just, 
just 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 incredible but yeah you can find me on, on twitter it's still between five and three other stuff you can find the osg podcast um you can find osg on twitter with the all the news and futures and everything reviews news all that good stuff same on the website.com i should probably i think maybe by the end of this week like before this package goes up the last bits of amunir city stuff will be done um hopefully so yeah you get to see that and then check the instagram out for all the photos anything i took from when i was over there and you can yeah just check out the cop check out the site website all that good stuff so until oh and i can't forget about this check out the yoshi podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, uh spotify any art stuff you have and also subscribe by email so until next time everybody see ya bye everybody